Welcome inside the bubble after night one of NBA games inside the NBA Orlando bubble. It was everything we expected. We got uh, two great games down to the wire. We just finished watching Lakers Clippers and we're reacting immediately after to what we just saw. I think the number one takeaway is even though LeBron didn't have the best game, he's, he's still the best in the world. There is nobody that when LeBron wants to strap you, that like you're not going to be able to get away from him. Kawhi, the last three minutes, did not do anything. Uh, Paul George did his usual play, uh, regular season playoff B thing. Uh, he, <laughs> scored, he scored a couple of points here and there, and then last 10 seconds came, and he wasn't able to get a shot off. LeBron guarded both Kawhi and PG in the last possession and did oh, not allow them to get a shot off. I mean, there's, there's at this point, there's it's insane. He's in year 17, and he's just like, well, yeah, I'm going to turn it up. I'm going to play defense right now, and you guys aren't going to do anything about it. Hey, bro, you just said, man, it was he, – he took it upon himself towards the end of the game, especially, you know, him taking the last shot. I mean, I know he's looking for the foul, but it's the even – just the thought, just the put back, just full clippers in front of him, and just nobody even – they all just looking at him, or, you know, just like us, all in all. It was spectacular, man. What's crazy, bro, is I was just having this conversation in, uh, <clears throat> with, my, with my friends from school, and it was just like, Bron, you know, like, maybe – on the stat sheet, you didn't really see his impact on the game and stuff like that. He only put up a, a good amount of points and stuff like that. And his defense, you know, players scored on him and stuff like that. But in key moments, I mean, we like you said, Mike, that down the stretch, I mean, it was – the Clippers' offensive superstars were not offensive superstars when Braun was on them. And that's when it matters the most. I mean, anything can happen up until that point. And when it's crunch time, LeBron is still the best in the league. Uh, I can't – you can't really take in the notes from anybody, really. It's just – it is what it is with him. That's the thing, like – Offense, obviously, he didn't have a great offensive game, but defensively, he was pretty sharp all night. And after four months off, and he played in the scrimmages, but he didn't play a lot of the second halves of the scrimmages. He finally is, like, getting back into the groove. Of course, he's going to have an off night, like, offensively. Of course, going to take a couple of, uh, a couple of minutes, a couple of uh, games for him to get back in that true groove of how he wants to play, how he's going to be making his threes and all that stuff. But he was still able to make a big impact on the game. That's what, the, that's what matters. When the game is on the line, who is going to be able to step up? And time and time again, he's been able to do that. As good as 80 was, and we'll talk about 80 soon. 80 had an amazing game, 30-something points. Those last, those last five minutes, it's not 80 that's going to be getting those touches. It's going to be LeBron. Like, the only person I think probably LeBron has deferred to in the last couple of uh, seconds is Kyrie. Like, Kyrie's ability to get an open shot, he believes in him. But 80, I don't think 80's really going to be taking that last-second shot for the Lakers. It's just not going to happen because he's a big man. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have the handles like LeBron. He doesn't have the uh, range like LeBron. So I, I think LeBron's going to be the one to handle all those late game situations. And today was just a, 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 the first example of many I think we're going to see uh, in the bubble as he tries to win his fourth championship. I guess that's also one of the things we kind of have to think about. Like, it could possibly hurt him down the line if nobody steps up. Um from what I've seen this game, I mean, obviously AD is he's playing like at least for a game one, he's playing like he's a top five player in the league, which is great. He carried the load offensively, but there's still that gap between AD, Braun, and who else is going to step up. And you kind of saw that today. I mean, personally, I think and Rob, you mentioned it when we was talking about it earlier. Uh, Deion Wade is he has to be that. He has to be a key because then like Kyle Kuzma. I mean, once again, Kyle Kuzma is forcing the issue, but bro is not really. Good game. He's not. He's he's still. I mean, 
he started off he started off kind of slow, but for me with Kyle, it's like I kind of expect it now. But long as long as he doesn't look hesitant, long as he just keeps shooting, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Keep passing, keep that's really important. His his confidence can't waver. Like he has it's to be. Not, it can't. It can't, bro. But when they but when you bring Jr. into the picture, it's like all right, we got Jr. Smith too. Now he's starting to get a little bit of options. Um, I think one player that actually has to step up big time is Alex Caruso. I mean, if you can get decent backup point guard minutes from him then you're actually looking at something that's probably tangible. They can make a, a good championship run, even though I think they're the favorites right now. Prime. Crusoe wasn't really shooting that well, like, on the field on the field, or whatever. But I still think his cutting and his defensive presence was still there, you know. So it, it's mostly about the fundamentals right now, getting back into the game. Like, you know, the, the shots and the, you know, the, the shots will come as they keep going on. Do y'all think that the Lakers have enough of, a, like, a – a secondary unit, just like a unit to win the championship. Obviously, we all had him picked, but watching today, like you got it, you got from Kuz, you got from Dion, you got from. Uh, if I if I if I get what I got out of Dion Waiters tonight in the it's playoffs, I, I think I think it's a real possibility they can get it done. Because Dion, yeah. the, way he, the way he was just pushing the ball on the break, and then you know the way he can just get his own shot sometimes, you know what I'm saying that. I like I like how they kept ADN with the second unit a little bit longer than usual. I mean, I know so called coach said that he had somebody subbed out for him, but then when AD got high and they was all just flowing, I mean maybe that's maybe that's something they do for LeBron for get him that extra rest when they playing like low tier teams or maybe in the first round of playoffs, you know, give him a little bit of rest going into the semifinals and stuff. But you get that with from Deion Waiters, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a problem. Because bro, he's still score. Yep. I actually think I actually think Avery Bradley opting out is kind of a blessing in a way because yeah, Dion was signed before Avery Bradley uh, opted out, but I don't think he would get as many minutes. And Avery Bradley is that three and D type player. He's not gonna put the ball on the floor like you see. It, they get the rebound. They give it to Dion, and he's pushing the floor. He's looking to pass it to the corner to Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green. He made some big time passes in transition. So he's not obviously he's not the defensive presence of Avery Bradley, but I think Alice Caruso picks that up. But the way Deion Waiters played today, he uh, definitely deserves to be getting more minutes. And uh, Danny Green is probably not really going to see the floor that much going forward. So also on the other side, we, we're talking about uh, the Lakers um, secondary unit. The Clippers were without. Montrez and Lou Will, and they only lost by two points. If you're a Lakers fan, I know you're feeling good about this two point win, but how, how, like, how confident do you have to feel going in? Being that the Clippers had already won two games this season when they were at uh, full strength, and the Lakers won the last two, but two best players, like the two best players off the bench, Lou Will and Montrez Harrell, were not there. You had guys that I hadn't even seen before that, that dude where, like, uh, Harlan was talking about his dad played for Minnesota and. I didn't know who that guy was. Uh, you got Joakim Noah getting big minutes, and he was he was good. He played pretty good defense, but he's he's no Montrezl Harrell. So, if you're a Lakers fan, how confident are you going into like we're going to have to meet this team again in the Western Conference Finals after you just saw, oh yeah, we beat them, but we beat them by two, like barely. I mean, I guess you guys talking to LeBron not having his best game. Yeah, I mean, really offensively, you know, I mean, then a couple guys like Patrick Beverly. Reggie Jackson has some good, has some good shots. So Michael Green, I think he had like four threes. Yeah, you know, you don't really get that from him every night. So it's just they kind of want to run in that third quarter. But I feel like you can feel pretty, you can still feel pretty good about this one. 
Yeah. Definitely feel good about Anthony Davis. Yeah, I mean, like, especially I think one thing the Lakers have a benefit, like, at least going on the road, is they're going to play better team ball as time goes on. For a game one, getting this win is key. But it's also like, like Mike mentioned, bro, they don't got Trez. They don't have Lou. They're missing what we mentioned before, 36 points. And I think they was mentioned during the broadcast, too. Like, they're missing 36 points, which are key points. But you also had, like you said, yeah, guys like Jamichael Green, who hit, I think he hit, what, two, like, third quarter threes or something like that. And it was just like, wait, why is Jamichael Green pulling up? He's spotting up from the right, so like, the right, like, top of the right key. Right wing. Oh. <laughs> so, I think you just saw a lot of just ball out there. I mean, when the Clippers back at full strength, it's going to be a little bit interesting, like, you know, just the lineups and everything like that. Obviously, um, Zubak is not going to be playing as many. You're going to have Trez in there. Even though he's coming off the bench, he's still going to be the de facto starter when the game ends. Um, and really, he's not dropping 30. So, I mean, and, in the playoffs, he's not dropping 30. Yeah. So, you can see that. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the big issue for me is if Kawhi keeps doing – well, I don't think Kawhi is also going to get to the line 13 times. Um, he only shot seven for 16 tonight. We know how good he is mid-range in three. He can shoot it. But if he didn't get to the line as much, then you're looking at a game where he only had 17 points or so like that. That's a great defensive game. And once again, it's a test to them, you know, LeBron being that guy. If they play great team, uh, you know, great team defense, I don't really think they have too much to worry about. It's just controlling those guys off the bench um, is the biggest issue. When Lou Will comes in, who's really going to be able to guard him? It might have to be a guy like Deion just putting pressure on him and stuff like that. Guys are going to have to step up to stop those bench guys when they get back. Prime, what do you think about the Clippers? I'm still confident because, yeah, if Lou Will play, he brings instant offense, but you still can take advantage of him on a defensive end. Like, the last game they played before the season got disbanded, uh, all they did was just like they did when they played the Warriors, LeBron. They All they did was uh, pick and roll with Lou Williams and then just take advantage of him, whoever was doing it. I mean, so I think they still gave up more points on defensive end because Reggie Jackson is more of a defensive – player than Lou Williams is and he actually he didn't play bad he had a lot of guys that hit shots but I mean at the end of the day you still feel good about the win because they had their two best players you had your two best players everybody else really doesn't matter to me at that point I mean Montrose Harold is a defensive guy but he's still not stopping Anthony Davis he's still, still gonna get front. every shot he wants I mean it's gonna sound good like oh yeah they didn't have their two backups like I mean, you had your two best players. We had our two best players. So, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this win regardless. Avery and Rondo, too. Yeah, so at the end of the day, it's still a win in my book. Yeah, you can't you can't take any anything away from the Lakers. Um, I personally, for me, I don't know about you guys. Uh, I think watching the first two games, like, I forgot that fans weren't even in attendance. Like, it didn't even feel like – it didn't even feel like I was missing anything without the fans. It just felt like it was a regular game. Those last 30 seconds, it, it didn't feel like I was missing anything without hearing, like, the cheers or the boos or anything. It, it was just basketball, and they were going at it. And that's a good sign for the bubble. We'll see if when intensity is, like, even higher when you have uh, the playoffs starting and you have to uh, – you have those games where it's a game seven and that atmosphere is super tense if you're going to miss the fans. At this point, I don't really think that you're going to just because of how much you're focused on the actual basketball itself. But w- what did you guys think about the – fan atmosphere and just the game atmosphere in general. Man, uh, yeah, I mean, they did a good job simulating a, like a, a good crowd. I mean, obviously the, the TNT broadcast and stuff like that, are gonna, they're going to be able to, you know, make it so we feel like it's a little bit more of a game atmosphere. But 
the intensity I seen on the court and stuff like that, it was kind of just it felt like almost just a normal game. I mean, it didn't seem too off looking at it. Um, I feel like the lighting was correct. I feel like stuff like that, like the production of the game, was good enough. So it just kind of felt seamless. It didn't feel weird, which I thought it would after watching the scrimmage games. But these folks, you know, the intensity was there. And even without a true fan reaction, they were still playing hard. So that was really good to see, honestly. Rob? Uh, yeah, I feel mostly the same way. I, I kind of I like that part about the bubble because it was like you get to hear a little bit more trash talk in between like the dead balls and the free throws and things of that nature. So it kind of gets a, a different aspect to when you're watching the game or whatever. I mean, we never get like no Reggie Miller moments, you know, with Spike Lee during the playoffs, you know. Stuff like that, you kind of miss, you know, they trash talking the celebrities or famous people on the sidelines. But overall, I feel like, you know, players, I mean, they've been on for four months, man. They're ready, they ready to get at it. So, yeah, you know, the intensity is there. Yeah. It's just the, like, the organic interactions with the fans. Like, yeah, that's about you know, right. And stuff like that. Like, the fan pops not ever, you're not going to be able to duplicate that. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. As far as the players, like, the interactions, they're they going to get right. They, they, it's competitive for them. they doing it for the chip. So, yeah, to me that that thing was weird. Like, what? I, I like this is the first game that I watched in the bubble. I ain't watched none of the other games, and I'm like looking at the stands. I'm like, who the hell is in the stands? But it's like virtual, I guess. Yeah, virtual. Uh, I think they, I think they're gonna miss it. I think they're gonna miss it in the game sixes, game sevens. Uh, you know, like. If this game was played at Staples Center, LeBron hit that shot, Paul George hit them shots, the stadium would have been going crazy. I think that stuff you're going to miss, but like a regular exhibition game, you're not really going to really tell the difference. But I think in them high leverage moments, like it's it's going to be missed. No, nah, that's facts. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I feel it in, the, in those, playoff, uh, those playoff type of games. But I guess, yeah, I guess most of us watched scrimmages beforehand, so I knew the layout of like, what it was going to look like. And I'd seen a couple of virtual fans before in all those games. So I wasn't really like jarred by that, but I guess if this was like the first games you're watching, you'd be like, yeah, this is kind of weird, but I do like the camera angles. They said they have 25 different cameras in like the different uh, in the arena. So it's worked out pretty well for them so far. Um, moving on from Lakers Clippers. We had another good game to start off the night. Uh, the jazz and the Pelicans, Rob, I know you were very upset that, Zion to play. You, you said we were Damn, off four months. Bro, bro, we were off for you, four months. How was somebody so injured after four months and not? Why is he so on a minutes restriction after four months of no? I mean, look, if they want to do the minutes restriction, my thing is why are we playing them like, especially the fourth quarter? Like why why are we playing them at the beginning of the fourth quarter? You know what I mean? Like you, you don't want to end the game with them. Okay, I get that, but like. Let him come in like the seventh, eighth minute. You know what I mean? Because he is a big impact when it comes to defensively. And that's one thing they was missing out on because I don't know. Like, Derek Favors was not getting it done for me. I'm sorry. He was just standing there getting a couple tip-ins, and that's about it. I feel like they should have put in Nicolo Melli way better to, to space the four out for me. It's like any, any one of their bigs. Oh, like, Nico Melly would have came, man, space the floor out. Because Rudy Gobert was disturbing the paint. They literally couldn't, they literally couldn't buy a bucket in the, in the paint unless it was Drew Holiday slicing and dicing or, you know, B.I. just being KD side and going through the lane. Besides that, well, nobody else would have gotten to the hole. So, I mean, oh, B.I. should have hit that thing, though, man. In and out. So, how you got Zion in the bubble with a chance to go to the playoffs and you play in 15 minutes? That's like that. That's like that shit they was talking about. They was doing to Jordan, bro. Like, and then you tease us by putting him in in the beginning of the fourth, and they don't play him at the close. Like, 
Bro, just let them play the last three minutes, if anything. Eight games. These eight games, they're not like the Lakers Clippers games. Like, these eight games oh. are part of your playoff games. Because oh. you do not get into the playoffs if, unless you win a good majority of these games. So, well, if, if – Bro, what's even crazier is when he was on the court, he was lights out, bro. 15 minutes, 13 points, 6 of 8 from field goal, bro. Like, if anything, if anything, honestly, I thought they was going to put in uh, JJ and Drew, take Lonzo out, and then throw, throw in uh, – Throwing Williamson because Lonzo wasn't doing a damn thing besides the system. Yeah, Zoja, like he was, he was bricking it. But I mean, he's not a he's not a true shooter anyway. He has to get like hot. I think he's going to start playing better. But uh, I mean, it was, like, the shooting was off. Yeah, but it was it was him trying to go to the hole like every other play. Yeah, he was just tossing it up. It wasn't really. Like, he, I mean, y'all y'all want him to be aggressive. That's what he was doing. <laughs> he just sitting cool. in the corner. Y'all gonna say why he just sitting in the corner? Yeah, be aggressive to an extent, though, my man. I mean, you, you going you going up to the paint and Rudy Gobert there. You get his little shot swap by him. You can't be mad. I mean, man. yeah, but bro, bro. Once you like two for nine, though, you gotta realize, bro. You gotta start dishing around. Hey, bro. Man, you oh, gotta keep going to that. Right? If Lonzo, if Lonzo could like draw fouls, bro, he can't draw fouls, bro. If he could draw fouls. He'll be all right. He only got to the line. He, he, he draws fouls and then he shoots. He's going to miss the free throw. Yeah. Him <laughs> he he didn't free throw. Hey, man. <laughs> but bro. nah, uh, JJ Reddick, though, you can't, you're not, you're not expecting 21 points from JJ Reddick. JJ Reddick was balling, bro. He was hustling, getting <laughs> offensive rebounds. He was getting, he was getting more and ones than beyond them. He was going okay. to the home Like, JJ Reddick, 21 points in 26 minutes. That's not realistic, bro. I mean, if JJ Reddick right. is cool, if he gets you a cool 13 or 15 off the bench, you might be talking some gas. Like, that's a little playoff spot right there. But, nah, it, you got to play Zion. You got to hold Lonzo. Just, like, bring it home. Cause yeah, I, like, I, 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 was, I was just doing this thing, but Mike, t- Mike tapped on it early when we was talking about it. Like, why is Etoan most the limit in the fourth quarter with, like, six minutes left? Like, what are we doing? Like, he's a, he's a nice role player, but let's get the let's get yeah. the stars with him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, this will waste time, bro. But, uh, what's up with it? I mean, Jazz. They're the Jazz. They're going to be steady. They're going to be slow and steady and lose in the first round. That's just their thing. That's your fact. You're right, bro. <laughs> I hope we play them I mean, too. I hope they're they're second, I mean, their oh. second option on the offensive end is Bon Donovich. They're not really going to go nowhere. I mean, they they second, nah, they second option is Jordan Clarkson. That boy was coming in knocking him down. But that's not – I mean, Jordan Clarkson, you're not, you're not game planning for him. They need a bona fide wing player. They don't have – if they had a Paul George type player, then they could make some noise. But Donovan Mitchell can't do it by himself. Yeah, I, I – Mike Conley, for the first time, I think, with the Jazz, looked comfortable. Um, He'd been pretty bad this season, and he, he showed up in this game. Um. Like you said, Jordan Clarkson was pretty spectacular. What twenty something points from Clarkson? You don't. Yeah, twenty three points. Yeah, you do not expect that from Jordan Clarkson at this. I mean, I don't think ever I really expect twenty three points from Jordan Clarkson in the NBA. So I mean, he was doing pretty. He was doing pretty good for them before the season ended, but it's just like I mean, I, I watched a lot of the scrimmage games, and they, they was really going to him, especially in the second unit. So he's gonna be a big key in their playoff push for sure. And then uh, obviously there was no there was no issue with chemistry, Rudy Gobert and. Uh, Donovan Mitchell wise, as we saw with the last play, uh, last play to seal the game, able to find Rudy Gobert and he knocks down the two free throws. So I think the Jazz are, like you said, slow and steady. First round, maybe they'll get an upset. Probably, probably end up losing in the first round, but 
They're just there as a team. Okay, bro, they're pretenders. I mean, they're there. They're just still literally the ranking. But yeah. even when I said they were going to beat the Pelicans today, like the Jazz, bro, they're, they're not real title contenders, bro. And they, they won't be until they get a true wing. If Zion doesn't have minutes restrictions, they lose that game by 10. Well, they lose it. I thought they were going to lose without Zion. Like, when Zion came back in. If, if, Lonzo, if Lonzo makes two more shots, they win. Or his two, if, if, Lonzo makes free throws, throws, if Lonzo makes his free throws, it's an overtime game. If Lonzo... It's anything. Right. He's thinking on him, but it's true. I mean, hey, it's, like, it's not his fault, though. That, he I mean, did hey, y'all not going to talk about that big baller like that while I'm sitting right here, all right? Hey. I'm mad just... In Lonzo's defense, though, and in Mike's defense, too, B.I. did shoot seven for 20, so it's not like he was very efficient from the oh, field. He's never, I mean, his stats say he's efficient, but I'm not going to hold you, bro. I didn't. He was getting a bucket, bro. He getting buckets, he but it don't be Where was B.I. when it Where was B.I. in the second half? It was an in and out, bro. I'm not talking about the last shot. I'm talking about the third and fourth quarter. Where was B.I.? Third and fourth quarter, he wasn't really. Yeah, it was. It was more really the Drew Holiday, JJ Reddick show. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Bi wasn't. He kind of cool. off him. So if 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 JJ and Drew going off and then they pass Bi the ball, he just jacking it every time they shoot. Y'all gonna be like, what the hell are you doing? I'm I'm not I'm not blaming him for that. I'm just saying that he, I mean he was seven for twenty. He didn't do much in the second half, and that's when they that's when they gave up their lead. And I don't know personally. I think Alvin Gentry, the way he's handled Zion, maybe. He thinks that, like you said, Micah, they're here to just like get better as a team and just get that like, get that uh, get that style of playing together how they want to play. And I was I was trying to I was telling y'all this last night too. Like they they not looking at I don't think they looking at it as right now, bro. I think yeah, because they, they, they're gonna lose to the Lakers. Yeah, so maybe he right, bro. They could give the Lakers some bump in the first round. They could. They could. They, they could, bro. Maybe. But they won't. They could if they take mm. Zion off that minutes restriction. And let them boys run out, run that floor up and down the court. They can get the Lakers for money for their money, man. He's bodying. They got to, they bro. He's bodying everybody. He's two eighty five. It's 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 good for TV and it sounds good for media. But once game one come up and eighty give him fifty, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna look good. <laughs> He's not gonna, bro. If eighty, if eighty giving him fifty, Zion giving him thirty five. He gave them like thirty the last time they played. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, <laughs> but when they went by twenty, it's not much. So, you know. Yeah. I I don't know. I I think I think uh, Alvin is just being careful with Zion and just like next season. That's when we're really gonna go after it. I mean, I, as we should though. I want to see I want to see them get into that eighth seed. Like, as much as the Grizzlies, yeah, they're super fun and all that. I don't want to see the Grizzlies. I, I'll be fine with seeing Dame and CJ in in that first round matchup, but. I really do not want to see the Grizzlies against the Lakers because it's not going to be competitive at all. You still got the playing tournament, so you know. You, I mean, it's still time, but they can't. It was a good. It was a good game for them overall, though. If him only playing yeah, yeah. fifteen minutes and them losing by two, I mean, you can you can build off that for sure. Yeah. You can definitely build off that. So I mean, we'll see how it go. A hundred percent. Um, honestly, I I think I think um it's just because he's in Utah, but I don't think Donovan Mitchell gets enough love. Like, oh no, he. I don't think he gets enough, like, that national recognition. Like, I mean, if you, like, looking on Twitter or whatever, you don't really see a lot of Donovan Mitchell, like, one of the best yeah. two guards in the game. But, bro, he – his game is every year, bro. Every every time I see him, I just get better for real, for real. Like, he's one of those guys. Like, if he, he's probably I, – I would consider him a, a top five shooting guard. I don't think that's a crazy statement. Like, he, Not at all. Yeah, he, he, he does his thing. But, once again, though, and I mentioned it, they don't got a wing. I mean, they – 
<clears throat> Royce O'Neal. <laughs> I mean, Joe Ingles, bro. Let's let's, let's be honest. I mean, yeah, he's a baller, man. He's a He's gonna do his thing, shooting six buckets a game, and, you know, making the three of them. But that's not the answer, bro. Like, even though he's thirteen tonight, it's still not the answer. Like, he, they gonna have to do something. I mean, it's not their year. Maybe down the line. And I, personally, I don't think Rudy Gobert and Mitchell are gonna break up. Um, just it doesn't. Really I mean, I mean, they they talked about in the broadcast about how how you know how things they broke apart and everything, but then they realized that you know it's a much bigger. The bigger things I had going on in the world, you know, than the coronavirus and what happened and everything. So they sound, sound like they squashed it. I mean, they, they look pretty insect to me, you know, with the lobs and the oh, yeah. I mean, they were they were definitely they were definitely hitting their uh their one two punch. It was it was a fun first two games of the season. Both went down to the wire. Uh tomorrow we are gonna be a little bit disappointed, a little bit let down with uh, the games we have. Um the first game to start off tomorrow. That man is playing tomorrow. Y'all better put some respect on it. <laughs> We'll get to that game. Uh, first game, we got uh, the Magic and the Nets at, at 2.30. So, oh, God. nobody Obviously. on the Magic, nobody <laughs> on the Nets. Nobody really cares about this game. The Nets suck, so I'm taking the Magic. But I, I'm not really looking or analyzing anything in this game at all. Nah, we can just skip this, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really much done by the video, too. I don't know Bob, though, from game on that weight. Oh, yeah. He did, yeah, that would be in- interesting to see. He gained, what, like, he said 18, 20 pounds? Over the, I, I, it's like twenty some pounds, yeah. Yeah, over, over quarantine, so that'll be interesting to see if he if he turns it if he turns into one of those players next year. We could be like, oh, Mo Bamba. We talked about him last year, and he's uh in the MIP discussion and stuff like that. Um, personally for us, Michael, Suns Wizards. Uh, oh God! I just want I just want to see my young boys. I want to see my young boys ball. That's it. I'd rather watch a Bowie High School game, bro. All right. Bro. <laughs> oh, oh God. Uh, <laughs> go to watch Rui, go to watch Team Book. Um, but I think besides Suns and Wizards fans, we'll be the only one watching that game. Uh, Grizzlies Trailblazers. Four o'clock. Now, that's, that's something that we can talk about. Um, we did talk about it a little bit yesterday, but I want to get more, like, more in depth. Who is taking that eight seed? Is it going to be the Grizzlies? Is it going to be the Trailblazers? Or if you think it's the Pelicans, like, do you think the Pelicans even uh, have a shot of getting there? Because this, this game right here is pretty pivotal. If the Trailblazers can go ahead and win this and get a full game in, as long as they coast the rest of the way and they uh, keep a decent record, they're going to the play against Memphis. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I think the key is just if job, bro. He has to – he was great. I mean, he's the rookie of the year. But if they want to get into the playoffs, obviously he's going to take that next step. His 18 points per game is going to have to turn into a cool 25. He's going to have to – basically he's going to have to take over. I mean, if he doesn't take over, who else will the Grizzlies will? Yes, they have decent young players. I mean, they're they're a good young team, and in the future they're gonna be all right. But right now, for for what they if they really want to be in the playoffs, which I don't even know if they should strive for that. But if they do, Jaws gonna have to go complete like Derrick Rose type table take takeover. Like he's gonna have to just show out every game. Because if not, Dame's gonna handle them tomorrow, and they're gonna handle them to get the AFC. So. Right. I got a Portland in that AFC. I want I want to say the Pelicans. Just because I like that team, but I don't, I don't think they really want it for real. But I'm gonna go to Pelicans. Dame, Dame's about to touch down on some crunch time shit. Cause I mean, it's just like it messes up his legacy if he don't get that AFC. I feel like, like, it, I don't think it's a terrible jump. Like, it's not a terrible hit, but it's like it's Dame, bro. I think it's just better for everybody. You can't. Then did he go to the Western Conference Finals last year? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like he, yeah, he you can't go to Western Conference Finals to not make it in the playoffs. Yeah. 
Touchdown. And but look, it's that mellow effect, but that's another conversation. I mean, mm. Melo's out there in the middle of the season, and I mean, I, I feel <laughs> like yeah, hey, I feel like kind of help. It's most of their defense. But I mean, they got used to nothing. Used to nothing. You said you, you said you said it's because of their defense, right? Yeah. And we <laughs> don't play defense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but Melo's not. And now he got to start because Trevor Reason opted out. So good luck with that one. But CJ and Dane, you know, ain't the best, you know, defensive backcourt either. You know what I mean? So. That's man, season, man. They don't play no defense. They watch y'all like the Wizards of the uh, West. They might, score, they might score. No, the Wizards, the Wizards won't get to the Eastern Conference Finals. You can't. All right, all right. The Wizards of the West is the Suns. Devin Booker and a bunch of young, young cats. Year, believe. We get into the Eastern Conference Finals next year. John Wall, oh, Brown, and Rue. Big three. Um, <laughs> uh, moving off of them, we got the Celtics and the Bucks. Uh, big time game. Mm. Big time game, bro. Giannis yeah. is about to drop 100 <laughs> points for them, bro. Who? Giannis. Ooh. They don't have nobody to stop him. By two? Oh. Bro, nobody he can, he can stop him on that team. Two, nobody, nobody can stop him on that team. Nobody oh, on the Celtics okay. roster is taller than six eight. Everybody is six eight and shorter. Oh, oh. Let's talk about the Rockets and the small ball. Who over? Who is over six eight on the Celtics? Taco Fall. Taco, he don't even play. He on the damn G League. He need to play. That's my <laughs> they definitely like, on that jump. Uh, I don't know though, bro. I think the Bucks is gonna win tomorrow, but uh. They y'all like see each other later in the playoffs, bro. Actually, Becky, let me stop you here. Give me your reasoning on why you think the Celtics can beat the Bucks in seven games. Honestly, bro, it wouldn't even be for a defensive thing. I think Giannis is one of those guys that's going to do whatever the hell he wants unless you have Giannis stopper. So unless you put guys like Bam on him and you play great team defense and limit the perimeter, Giannis is going to get whatever he wants. I just think personally the Celtics can outscore them. Um, and it's gonna come down to one of those things where like it might be it might be 130, 128. But the Celtics have the guys that make those last shots and the Bucks just don't. Um yeah, Giannis might be he might score 35 in that whole series, and that's all right. But if Chris Middle, if you can hold Chris Middleton to the 16, 18 a game, he's not. We all know Chris Middleton's tracing in the pills. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's once and unfortunately, they play great team ball, but when it comes to scoring and just like true, just putting in the ball in the bucket, they're, they're pretty one dimensional in my opinion. I mean, they can get buckets in other ways just because of how they play, but they're a defensive team and they would rather play a burning basketball where they're only scoring 105 and they can beat teams 105 to 98. If the Celtics come out there and they have three players over 20 points and bench guys getting 15, 14, 13. Whoa. Can't forget Gordon Hayward, too. Exactly. That's another guy who he can, I mean, I he's a 20 point per game guy, but. If you get going, hey, we're going maybe 16 or something. That's a key piece. It would literally be just because their offense is more potent. But the Bucks, I mean, they had the better record for the reason. They played great defense. And, you know, if the Bucks shut them down, then, I mean, shit. But I think that's all just going to outscore them for real, for real. I don't yeah, – I, 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 no, I have no trust in the Celtics against the Bucks. So, yeah. the, the thing is that I, I agree with that. But then also, like – like you said, you can get scored from so many places with the Celtics where it's Tatum, it's Jalen, it's Gordon, it's Smart. Like, you can get you can get it from all over the place. But like Ant said, there's nobody at this point that can stop Giannis on that team. If it was the – like, truly, I think that uh, the Sixers are going to be much more of a challenge because even though they don't – They have size. Much, 
Yeah, they, they have size. Even though they don't have somebody to stop Giannis, per se, they got Embiid that's big, that's in the paint, that can move him. They got Horford that can kind of move with uh, Giannis if, if he has to. Ben Simmons can even line up against them. But if you get Tatum against Giannis, like, that's a mismatch. Gordon Hayward's not guarding him, so then what do you have? Daniel Theis? He's too slow. So you don't have, like, somebody that can help in one way or another that helps slow down Giannis. And if Giannis is going, then he can kick out to Corver. He can move, uh, kick it out to Brook, and that's when the offense starts to go. I think the Sixers and the Heat, that's a real problem for the Bucks. I think it'll actually be a series. But for the Celtics, I don't know. I, I think the Bucks are winning tomorrow, and I think if they match up, they'll probably end up uh, winning that series. But the Celtics are going to be a fun team to watch um, in the bubble. Prime, uh, Rockets, Mavericks, uh, you guys are losing. Luca's going to do that to y'all. Uh, <laughs> hey, go ahead, bro. It's oh, pretty man. It's pretty hey, hard and dropping a 40-piece. And losing. And, and uh, Russ getting a 20-point triple dub. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, I just – my boys, we're just going to get it done. We got that small ball. We're going to down that floor. I don't know who in the hell is checking poor Zingas, but yeah, uh, I just got to ask you there, bro. Robert Covington, PJ Tucker gonna have to put that body on him. Nah, bro, he gonna foul out. Gonna have to put that body on him. <laughs> hey, cool. yo, Mike, you know, when they was calling a foul tonight too, he's out of there. Yeah, yeah when they was calling foul, <laughs> quarter, second quarter, <laughs> God, bro. He is not playing the bubble. You can't even touch nobody in the bubble, boy. Hey, and I swear, bro, if Jeff Green ends up on Porzingis for a majority of the game, is over. Bro, you know what's crazy? We have, like, the best – bro, if we just had one big – like, if we had this team and somehow kept Capella, we would be a, a freaking wreck. We literally have, like, <laughs> no, eight yeah. to nine guys. We have eight to nine guys who can switch one through five. Literally. That's cool, but y- y- you weren't going to do anything in the playoffs. Bro, what you mean? Anything okay, so it. if you would have kept Capella, what, what exactly would have changed? Like, what – you we have a defensive – we have a defensive prowess, like somebody who can stand in front of AD. Somebody. Okay, somebody. so what, out of the Lakers and Clippers, who are you beating to get to the Western Conference Finals? Uh, we have a better chance beating the Clippers. But you, you wouldn't have beaten the Clippers. Why? You, you, you believe that? 100%. <laughs> We're going to go against the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. There was no shot. So, but we're gonna lose because ADs is gonna kill us, like you seen it tonight. This is so, gonna go okay. off. So, are you saying now without Capella that you guys aren't gonna make it to the Western Conference Finals, or do you still? No, I'm saying without Capella, we're not going to the finals. We'll make it to the Western Conference Finals. This year, the, in the who who is who is checking James Harden and Russell Westbrook? Uh, game seven is checking. <laughs> game seven. First of all, first of all, first of all, let me slow slow your roll. Play roll. <laughs> I am tired of the James Harden slander. Every but year, going, but y'all every been going year, all day, bro. He gets put out the playoffs by who? The Golden State Warriors. It is no shame of losing to the Warriors. It's literally no shame. Every year, we had Patrick Beverly. His one year, his his best player was Patrick Beverly. The year we had Dwight Howard, but Dwight Howard was hurt that year. He got him to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. But they lost to the War. Like, he just loses to the Warriors. That's literally what happens every single year he loses to the Warriors. So you like, I, I don't understand the shame in that. You said what? You think you're bringing the Nuggets in round one? 
Yes, what? The Nuggets? <laughs> Come on, bro. Come I mean, on, bro. everybody they have Come is taller than everybody on your team. Come on, bro. All you, of their players you, are taller you, than you. Your... Pick, you pick it. You picking the Nuggets over? One hundred percent. That's that's not are a question. Are you bet? Are you betting Britt? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, okay. If it's three, no, if it's three, that's just disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Who who is checking Russell Westbrook? Jamal Murray. I'll put Jamal no, Murray. Check us. Joe Ingles checked Russ uh, when it was OKC Utah. Uh, oh, when he was on OKC, right? He, he, we, we weren't that red right now. We're not worried about that. Because you know why he got dog like that? Because Melo was on that team. I'm telling you, Melo is a cancer. Everything he goes through does bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey, Melo not even doing anything, bro. Hello, he's a cancer. But listen, I'm telling you, Russ, Russ is playing. He was – and, and he was playing like an MVP before this thing ended. He was essentially – he is essentially our center. Like, he literally is in the paint, grabbing every board, pushing the ball in the fast break. Like, y'all going to see. I'm not scared of bowl bowl. We're going to put that body on him. All right. Mm. Um, That's 6'5 well, body. <laughs> you got the Mavericks, you got uh, Luca. you got Porzingis. It should be, should be a pretty fun matchup. Um, any other uh, – we'll – what other game do we have? It looks like we have uh, oh, not even worth talking about. Kings and Spurs? Yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. So, hey, yeah. the Kings could definitely make that run to that eighth seed. Don't sleep. They, mm. they could make it. I mean, they, now, they badly out, though? I don't think so, bro. That kind of hurt. They're, they're a better constructed team than, than Memphis. To me, they're well constructed. Other like Darren Fox. Yeah, Darren, Darren. Who, who does who does Memphis have besides Josh? Right. Jackson. Nope, nobody. Honestly, I'm not scared of that. that. I, I agree with I mean, that. You got, you got Brandon. You got, you got Buddy Hill, De'Aaron Fox. Uh, they got the other Bondanovich. He he can shoot his ass off. Um, they got some, they got some players. I'm not really high on Bagley like y'all are, but uh, they 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 got some hoopers in soccer. Uh, Harry Joss too in the cut. I would, I would agree. Yeah, like, like they they don't better. sleep on it. It wasn't the it wasn't the damn Kings, and they had a better organization and coaching situation. Yeah. I mean, definitely make some noise, but it's just like, <laughs> they got Luke Walton, bro. Yeah, bro. They be, <laughs> the only thing I dislike about the bubble is I wish every team that was in four games got into a tournament for. A, I wish it wasn't just one play play in team. Like I wish it wasn't just like eight and nine. Like I want to see the Grizzlies, Kings, Blazers, uh, Pelicans. You you guys go three games each. And you figure out who gets that eight seed because getting only one team in the play, and it's like, why invite the Suns? Why invite the Kings? Like, even the Pelicans to an extent. Obviously, you know why because of Zion. But why invite those teams? Why not just invite the number nine team since it's only going to be one team in the playing game? So yeah. I think that was kind of weird for the NBA to do. But night one was super successful. Uh, night two should bring a lot of fun games and uh, a lot of a lot of good a lot of good debates from that. We'll be back again tomorrow. Uh, same time reacting to the games and then breaking down reacting to night two games and then breaking down uh, previewing I mean night three games but for Mike for Micah Prime and Rob we will see you on the yeah. next time inside the bubble. Woo.